Hey Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care. And you can trust them to care for you too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs Kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com slash chiefs. Dion Clisto with Preps KC, and we're joined by Rod Walters, a certified athletic trainer who's uh, worked for a lot of universities and, and different people over time. He's going to be coming to our area on uh, July 21st. He's got a symposium at the University of Kansas Health System in Lawrence to talk about emergency action plans. Uh, and Rod, welcome. Uh, appreciate you taking time with us. I know you're a busy guy, and uh, you travel all across the country as we're recording this. You're in San Diego, which may be the best place in the world, but <laughs> you're going to come to Kansas City here in a couple of weeks and, and do a symposium for coaches around emergency action plans. And I think when I talked with Doug Wiesner about this, I think the thing that, that opened everyone's eyes, if they weren't open already to the importance of, of something of a plan like this was the Bills Bengals game this year and what the personnel did there and how they went into action with their plan and saved that man's life on the field in Cincinnati. And that's kind of, that's what you're here to talk about is having those plans, why they're important how to do them and putting them in place. You know, every activity needs an emergency action plan. And I, I appreciate the opportunity to share. I think this is so critical. What happened um, in January on that football field in Cincinnati didn't happen by accident. There was a plan. They had practiced. They had created an emergency action plan. They had a response plan. And all the people that were involved went to work. And so I just think it's so important for every activity, whether it be Little League Baseball, a cheerleading camp, whether it be a gymnastics institute, whoever it may be, if we're having physical activity, we need to have a plan of action in the event there is an injury. Well, when I talked with Doug, and he said it's even down to the, you're the guy who goes and stands out on the curb waiting for the ambulance and gets them in the right. <laughs> right into the, I mean, it's down to that little detail. Well, I think it is, you know, what the things that we'll cover that night is I, I'm, I'm going to talk about the anatomy of an emergency action plan. What's involved? How do we establish scene safety? Who's going to activate 911? Who's going to retrieve what equipment? Who's going to provide care? And like you just said, who goes to meets, meets EMS? Because, you know, I always say, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. And I think the emergency action plan, it depends upon a dedicated plan. You know, we got to look at the risk of injury. we got to know these things, and we've got to certainly have that. And so it's important for every activity, absolutely. Well, and you talk all the way down to Little League. I mean, and, and there's things that go on there. And, and I, you know, my son has played Little League baseball, and my father-in-law is a physician, and he just was at the game one time, and a coach got hit by a foul ball in, in machine pitch. And he went out there and, and it was just, you know, making sure he didn't have a concussion, but there right. there was not really a plan there, but they were lucky that my father-in-law was there. I mean, that's kind right. of a situation you could be faced with. Well, and I think, you know, what's important is that, that you, that you have a plan that, that you know what you're going to do. You, you, you know, do you have the supplies there? You know, people don't realize how many times cardiac arrest happens mm -hmm. and does your baseball field have access to an AED every minute that passes with cardiac arrest, there's a 10% reduction in the opportunity to resuscitate that person or revive that person. 
So if we get to a person within two minutes, we got an 80% chance of conversion. If we get there in nine minutes, it's down to 10%. So the emergency action plan, we identify what equipment we should have and to have access to it. So hopefully the Little League baseball field has an AED that's accessible um, and the people know how to use it. So uh, we have to establish a plan. We have to write that plan and we've got to train that plan and we've got to practice that plan. Again, it doesn't happen by accident. So, you know, these things can certainly, um, you know, they can be very easy to do if we'll do them. Well, and I think that, you know, Little League coaches may be new at coaching and, and, and know, but even if they, they all, when you go into coaching or if you go into something like that, you have a plan for that game. You have a plan for what you're going to do on the right. offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball. And, and Doug brought up a good point. He said, he said, would you go in and hope in a game without a plan? No. Right. So this is, this is a logical step that needs to be taken as well. Well, it certainly is. And I think it's, it's so very, very important, you know, with these young lives like that. So um, some of the investigations I've done, some of the, the re reviews I've done of incidences are because we didn't have a emergency action plan. As an expert witness in this area of sports medicine, 85% of the cases I deal with are failure of an emergency action plan. And this is in colleges, professional sports, wherever it may be. What I'm concerned about after the DeMar Hamlin incident is that many times there's not a health care provider at Little League Baseball games. I understand mm -hmm. that. There's not a, there's not a health care provider at the gymnastics gym across town where these uh, kids are, are taking gymnastics or tumbling classes. If there's an injury, we have to have a plan. Who's going to stabilize that person? Who's going to call 911? How we're going to access and go through all those things. So that's, that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're not trying to, you know, make this something that it's not it, but it is, you know, again, failing to plan is planning to fail. Yeah. You know, I, told Doug, I said, you know, I was very lucky when I was young. Um, it, oh, I played football. My dad was in the Navy and we played on at, mm -hmm. the Naval base, put the together. And it was like the early eighties and we had a trainer at practice. I mean, that's, that's I mean, for like sixth grade football. I mean, that was, right. uh, that was a new thing at the time. And most, most high schools have trainers at, at, at that, that kind of thing. But I think the involving everyone is a great step. And I think if there's a youth coach that can go to your um, symposium and learn something and come back to his team and be like, parents, this is, this is with something like this happens. This is what we need to be doing. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to tell you, I would bet that coach, if he'll come to this deal, it's not going to be a long drawn out thing. I'm not one to kind of make things have go longer than they have to. You'll get good information. You'll get good plans, but you'll learn the components of the emergency action plan. We'll learn how to write an emergency action plan. And then another little piece that we talk about nowadays is the medical timeout. And that's where we take a two or three minutes before a practice or before a game and review the emergency action plan. Hey, John, if somebody got hurt today, I'll provide care. You need to call 911. But we have to know things like what's our address of that baseball field? Yeah. You can't just say I'm at the baseball field on Fields Road because there may be 12 fields there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you've got to give them a street address and then send someone to meet them. Again, by going to emergency action plan, we think about all those pieces and we think about all those processes so that we can work that out. We can create a plan and then work that. And it, it is, that's been very effective. Well, much like a football play, the more you practice it, 
the more it just becomes instinct. And, and I think that's what everybody saw on Monday night football. I mean, they jumped in and, and it just became a B C D without even thinking about it. Absolutely. And, and my point is that doesn't happen by accident. Yeah. That wasn't, you know, we're in the process right now of going out and reviewing NFL teams for their emergency response on these five or six different types of injuries. Again, there's attention to detail. It's a high priority with the NFL. It's a high priority with these many of these colleges. Well, we we did a training session like this last year, like the, what we're going to do on Saturday. Um, we did it last year at Kansas. The hospital, KU Med, saw value in what we did. They said, let's don't do this just for the University of Kansas sports medicine staff. Let's do it for the entire state. And they're doing this at no charge, these people. So this is something that costs a lot of money at some places, but they're providing it uh, as a resource of the hospital. And I, I applaud the hospital for doing that. Yeah, they're it a great partner. They're a great yeah. partner. They're they're very involved in the youth sports all throughout the Kansas City metro and the state of Kansas. And, um, you know, my only complaint is they're, they're on the Kansas side. And I live in Missouri. When my son broke his arm. Right. I had to drive over there to get, right. to get him right. taken care of. But they, they do such great work with sports medicine and, and everything there. And uh, we appreciate that. Well, Rod, looking forward uh, to having you come to town. And uh, if you haven't been to Kansas City before, I'm going to tell you this basic thing. Get some barbecue and <laughs> go see the fountains and all that kind of stuff. And, and enjoy right, Lawrence. And uh, uh, we appreciate you taking time. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great day and look forward to seeing everyone in Kansas.